Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Auto, home, life, business. They'll do everything they can to make sure that you are completely insured because they're the best in the business. And guess what? They will do everything they can to make sure you save money. Last I checked, budget was important. Maybe not so much to those who can take time off whenever they wish, like, say, a guy like Matt, but that's okay. I mean, many of you have to go out and work for a living. All right. We understand. And Purdy Insurance understands as well. It's all at Purdy Insurance. Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Purdy Memorial Golf Tournament to benefit the Greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA. Looking like August 4th is the date. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Beautiful day to go out and check out the lots. Start dreaming, they'll make the dream come true. How was your birthday, sir? It was awesome. It was a tremendous weekend up at my parents' boat and RV at Lake Wallen Paw Pack. It was a good little getaway, but... It's good to be back, and it was a good sports weekend too. Yeah, well, you know, you're since you're, I got a note from the SBCA about you being anti-horse. <laughs> uh, I'm a little concerned. I don't know. All I have to say for Medina Spirit, karma. It's a horse. <laughs> oh, Bob Baffert, how about that? It's an karma. animal. It's <laughs> an animal. You're going after a helpless animal. It doesn't stand there and go, hey, that cream's great. How about more? <laughs> it's not how it works. It's an animal. <laughs> I've been trying to tell you. Your anger and angst is in the wrong direction. <laughs> Obviously, that cream didn't help him in the last uh, length of the race. Yeah, you know what? But I will say this, uh, and I'm with Dick. Well, I mean, Dick knows so much about the sport, and I've learned a lot just by working with him. But it's like this in any sport. I mean, I don't care what sport you're in. By the way, guy, a little, let me just look very quickly. There's a little quick slice of news for you. Um, Bucknell's going to open the basketball season November 9th against North Carolina State. Ooh, I like it. John Rothstein was the first to report that from CBS Sports. John, thank you so much. But Bucknell is going to open the season November 9th at North Carolina State. They're going to be playing in the home of the former Hartford Whalers. All right, so um, <laughs> what do you think? You think I'm going to give them credit for being the Carolina Hurricanes? No! <laughs> Never! Last game I did down there, and I've, did, I've done a couple games in that building. Yeah, it's it's right next to the football stadium, and and I'll say, and welcome back to PNC Bank Arena, the home of the Hartford, I mean Carolina Hurricanes. They stole my team. 
<laughs> Got to have a little fun in life. So, Doug, you can steal that line. You can steal it. You, sir, are my hero. By the way, Doug gave the line of the day to Chad Hirschberger on Friday. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. We were talking about the Indy 500. And Chad said, quote, if I drive 500 miles, I want to end up somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) That was the line of the day. Maybe the line of the week. S-U-I-T. That spells suit. He sits in seats and watches cars go around in a circle on a trip to nowhere. You know, I'm a racing fan myself, but that's good. <laughs> I have I wanna, to hand it to him. That is if good. I, if I go 500 miles, I want to end up someplace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, I thought that was priceless. I didn't reply to Doug about it. I was, I was running out to, you're playing Minecraft again. What, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm sorry. Man, I mean, you're still mentally, you're still at the lake. <laughs> I mean, I mean you, you, you took the low road, you ripped the horse. Poor, innocent animal. And, you know, I mean, the only text I got from you all weekend was about the horse. It was sad. Very, very sad. All right. <laughs> Got to tell you a quick story. Uh, Peter King, Sports Illustrated. By the way, he, Peter started out his Football Morning in America column today by pointing out that between ESPN and NFL Network, they had 33 different reporters doing the NFL schedule reveal. All they do is tell you what order the games are. You already know they're playing. They had third tweet. Peter wrote that between the two of them. They had 33 reporters. 33. So it makes it fun. What can I say? He had the line in there from Peter did from Mark Cuban saying that at some point the NFL in its zeal to dominate not just a cycle but a year that at some point it's going to backfire on them Uh, it hasn't backfired on them not in the least well the draft they own it they did it right. Now let's let's do this in a couple. Let's do this in everyday life, and also what they've done, um, not just in everyday life, but also what they did from a football point of view. People were watching, and in Cleveland, they had a lot of people there. And people up front were all vaccinated. And not only that, the Kentucky Derby took place after that. 60,000 people. Guess what didn't happen? Two major outdoor events with a lot of people in close proximity. Uh, who knows what the what 
vaccination-wise what the Kentucky Derby was, but the NFL claims all the people that you, the thousands you saw up front were vaccinated. Now, those at the back uh, sitting with the suit, uh, who knows? Now, he's vaccinated, I should point out. He'd be the only guy that's, like, repelling it. Ding, ding, ding. All right. No, no outbreak, no surge. Think about that. No outbreak, no surge. But 33 reporters, you would have been one of them. Let me tell you. I'm, I, I Absolutely. Think, I think the Eagles playing the game after the Giants. I think the Giants game <laughs> takes a lot out of you. I don't know if they're going to have enough left for the Chargers. I don't know. Uh, I would have loved to have been in Novacare. I just I don't know. By the way, Ryan Kerrigan's going to be in Novacare. Yeah, that's right, and I'm very, very excited about that. That is a very good situational pickup. I mean, he is not at this stage of his career. He's not in every down defensive lineman, but you put him in. Unsure pass situations, and guess what? He becomes very dangerous. Uh, I think he will help the Eagles' pass rush, especially should he be used correctly. Because he's just at that stage where he's just a situational player. He's not an every-down player. But I think it's a great move for the Eagles. I think it's a really good move for Ryan Kerrigan. Really good. Here's the part where I make everybody feel old. Pennsylvania's own Reggie Jackson turns 75 tomorrow. All right. Um, <laughs> Is that right? Wow. Yeah, 75. Okay. I'm going to save the story of the week that Peter wrote about for the next half hour because I think it's fascinating. Absolutely fab. Written by Del Quinton Wilbur of the L.A. Times. And we're going to get into that, which was just a fascinating column, I thought. Name, image, and likeness. Big problem for the NCAA. Guess what? The advisory committee meets on Wednesday and then there's a full meeting in June, and guess what? They may not have a name, image, and likeness proposal to, to vote on. You have six states that on July 1st, name, image, and likeness kicks in. Half the Southeastern Conference will have student-athletes with name, image, and likeness. Alabama, Auburn, Mississippi, Mississippi State. Florida, Georgia, and the University of Tennessee, with an eighth one six months away from kicking in, and that's Arkansas. Uh-oh. That is a big problem. In terms of the playing field, big problem in terms of the playing field. They've had time. Now, I know what the issue is. This is not completely the NCAA's fault. It's easy to fault the NCAA. That's why, look, when the NCAA is not at fault, we say it. That way, when we're critical of the NCAA, there's meat behind it because we're not always critical of the NCAA. 
Right. And to me, here's the issue they're running into. What about antitrust protection? The NCAA doesn't have antitrust protection. That's a big issue here that has to be a part of the mix. And that's what's been holding the NCAA up from a name, image, and likeness vote, is they don't have antitrust exemptions. And just so you know, everybody understands that uh, um, antitrust is is legal. It's not when you run into the suit and there's antitrust. I mean, it's just not, it's not that's not how it works. All right, back with more in a moment. Great to have you with us today here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Brought to you by Purdy Insurance. Lewis gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes, LeBron James. The Cavish with one and six ten seconds. Puck is dropped. The Cavish controls and it's all over. The New York Rangers have won the Stanley Cup. Yeah, Marv Albert's going to retire at the end of the Eastern Conference Final in June. Is it going to be in June? I guess it is, right? June, July. Yeah, June. Uh, so the so he's going to call it a career. What fifty five years? Uh, between NBC, uh, what he's done at Turner, for a long time was the voice of the Knicks, for well, a long time was the voice of the Rangers. Uh, just a remarkable career. Yes, there was. Uh, we all know there was a hiccup in the middle of it personally, but to his, his credit, he overcame it. He overcame it. And Marv Albert is going to retire... And he will call the Eastern Conference Final, by the way, on Turner. And he'll retire after that. I believe he is 80 years old now. Correct. And certainly, to his credit, has put together a marvelous career where a lot of people, oh, probably, you know, impersonate his calls in some ways. A word here, a word there. But he is, uh, as a broadcaster, one of the all-time greats. And, of course, we've uh, had the privilege of having his son on. And it's amazing how Kenny has just done a great job of carving out his own career where people don't think about him being Marv's son because Kenny's just that good on his own. I'm sure that's something that, that, you know, I've never talked to Marv Albert, never, Uh I don't even think I've been in the same room with him, but I'll bet that makes him proud that, uh, yeah, his son got into, quote, the family business, because Marv's two brothers are in, have been in it, too. But into the family business and goes out there and, you know, makes his own name very much. You know, I know that Ernie Johnson's father was a pitcher for the Braves and then was a broadcaster for the Braves for a long time, but, you know, the, your generation doesn't know anything about hearing Ernie Johnson's father broadcast. Nothing. Ernie Johnson's made his own life, his own career, um, his own incredible life-altering decisions, what he's done for children, I mean, everything. Uh, As a broadcaster, the ultimate 
I mean, he's the ultimate on-air teammate. And you, you, have you noticed that Kenny Smith, Shaq, and Charles Barkley, Ernie Johnson is beloved? It's beloved. He is the quarterback. And years ago, they made a decision on that show. Um, uh, no more teleprompter. Just get out there and talk. Pretty good. And then Marv, what a career. I didn't realize that the Eagles signed Jamie Newman at quarterback. Yes, that was basically just to be another camp arm, essentially. Actually, it's it's. I thought it might have been a tryout basis. But he was there. He was the only quarterback for rookie camp this past week at Nova Care. The guys make, I don't know. I sit back and I see some guys make decisions that make sense. I see some guys that make decisions that make no sense. Jamie Newman opting out of the 2020 season made no sense. None. I'm just going to go to the draft to do what? Well, Ryan Kerrigan's now an Eagle, so a good situational third-down pass rusher. He'll help the Eagles. All right, a story in the next half hour about baseball and a former Iranian hostage. Brought to you by Purdy Insurance on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Taking your calls at 800 795 9565. This is The Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by our great friends at Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Auto home life business. And they'll save you money because they'll do everything they can to find those savings. And then they'll take care of the policy uh, throughout the life of it. Look, now more than ever, you want to make sure you're just secure with your insurance. Party insurance gives you that security. It is all at Purdy Insurance Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. By the way, the Purdy Memorial Golf Tournament looks like we're slated for Wednesday, August 4th. Uh, Matt shot a 400 par 68 at Scranton Municipal (laughs) Golf Club over the weekend. Impressive. I'm looking to be more prepared and ready to go this year. I'm working on other. I'm working on my short game. Working on straightening out my drive. I, I'm I'm looking for improvement when we hit the links this time. <laughs> my driver needs help, so, and I'm gonna go get it. Believe me, I'm gonna go get some help because everything else is fine. I mean, I drove the ball horrible last night. I shot 83. I'm like, <laughs> okay, please let me drive the ball. <laughs> Now, it helped I close par birdie. I mean, that helped. You know? But that's because I hit a great second shot. It was a par five. 
a great third shot with the gap wedge, and then I, I was six feet away, and I sunk the putt. Okay, great, we're done. <laughs> okay, it's like, but my driver is killing me. Need help. All right, so let's get to the story I talked about earlier. By the way, we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf, online at sunburymotors.com. All credit to uh, Peter King, NBC Sports. Dot com football morning in America. He always picks out the best stories that he's looked at over the weekend. The story was uh, came out on Friday in the Los Angeles Times. It was written by Del Quinton Wilbur. Del Quentin Wilbur. He wrote the story. Back there was an old joke, and it was Beano Cook who told the joke when Bowie Kuhn, the commissioner of baseball made the announcement after the hostages were released after 444 days in captivity that all 52 of them would have lifetime passes to Major League Baseball. Bino Cook's joke was, don't you think they've suffered enough? Okay. Well, that joke now gets backhanded to the side based on the brilliant story put together by Tell Quentin Wilbur of the LA Times. The story is about Barry Rosen. Barry Rosen was one of the 52 American hostages held in Tehran by the militants by the government for 442 days. It was awful. Awful. He is somebody that grew up in New York, in Brooklyn, a diehard Brooklyn Dodgers fan. Look, if you grew up in Brooklyn, you're a diehard Brooklyn Dodgers fan. Joe Paterno, it, it was tough for him rooting for the L.A. Dodgers because, to him, they were the Brooklyn Dodgers. Joe was an usher at Ebbets Field at one point in his early life. So Barry Rosen, diehard Brooklyn Dodgers fan. His father was an electrician. He took Rosen and his older brother to watch the games at Ebbets Field and loved baseball. So, at some point, as he gets older, he joins the Peace Corps. And part of that was going to Iran. Now, going to Iran in the Peace Corps, when the Shah of Iran was there, was a different proposition. And he loved the culture and he loved the people there. So in 1978, he joins the State Department, and he was sent to the embassy in Iran as a press attaché. Now, his wife and his son and daughter are still in the United States. Now, she's eventually supposed to join him there. But now, this is 1978... And 
the revolution is getting underway in Iran. And in January of 1979, the Shah flees to Egypt. And the Ayatollah is now in charge. And the, you know, people don't realize that the U.S. Embassy had been stormed previously. When they took over, okay, when they took over, Militants came in and Rosen among them. They took him and they threw him against a wall and they beat him. Why? Because he was an American. Now, it lasted for just a few hours. And Rosen and the other diplomats come back to the U.S. But a couple months later, the State Department decides they want to send a group back into Iran but Rosen volunteered felt he knew the country thought he could do some good but he also happens to be there on November 4th when again they're overrun this time students who are angry because remember part of the story is that once the Shah went to Egypt the Shah eventually was allowed to come to this country to receive medical treatment if I'm I believe he had cancer. And they take them hostage, including Rosen. So for 444 days, Rosen's held in solitary confinement, threatened every day, oh yes, and beaten. And don't sit there and be naive And think, well, they just sat there and waited for 444 days. They were threatened every day. Given virtually nothing. Oh, and by the way, beaten during the 444 days. Rosen had a gun held to his head. The only way he could get the gun off of him was if he were to confess that he was being a spy. Oh, and by the way, along the way, he lost 40 pounds and couldn't sleep. He would sit there and he would think about baseball for hours on end, about going to Ebbets Field, about his family. He'd recreate games pitch to pitch, things like that. That's what he did. For four months, he didn't even see sunshine. You finally let him out. When he to look just to go outside for twenty minutes. They let him go out for twenty minutes, by the way. And he saw some green grass and it made him think of Ebbets Field. Finally, after four hundred forty four days, they're out. January twenty first, nineteen eighty one. They get to Germany. Now, obviously, 
when they get there, they want to give help. But every single one of them is suffering from PTSD. Now, he went through a living hell. I mean, don't, don't be naive. These people were in solitary, didn't go outside, barely had any food, lost 40 pounds, and were beaten. Don't be naive. When he got off the plane finally to see his family, his wife's there. Yeah, he recognized her. He didn't recognize the two kids because they were both little at the time. So when they finally get back to New York, this time he's living in Manhattan, his children were scared every day. Why? Because they thought every time they turned around, if they did anything with Dad, Dad was going to leave because, of course, he'd gone to because he'd gone to Iran not once but twice. They were afraid that he was going to be leaving for another two years, so they didn't trust him. So after he gets out in January, there's a letter that arrives, I don't know, February, early March, whatever. It's from Major League Baseball. And he reads the letter and doesn't quite get it for a moment. And his wife, Barbara, says to him, you know what this means? You get golden tickets, you know, which is only given, I mean, it's only given to U.S. presidents and, you know, and longtime major leaguers get this, right? Then he gets a lifetime pass to Major League Baseball. So she says, well, you know what? Why don't you take the kids to the ball game? It's 1981 season, which ended up, by the, by the way, being the strike season. But it was, you know, they still played in two parts with a six, seven-week separation in it. So he starts taking his children, Alexander and Ariana, to Shea Stadium. Took him to 30 games that year. And guess what? The children started bonding with him because, okay, we're going to go back to the ballpark. Dad's not leaving. We're going to go back to the ballpark. Dad's not leaving. Great. And he said the Mets were incredible to him year after year after year. His daughter loved ice cream, RC Cola, and it sounds like you, man. And he said, what baseball did, according to one of his children, his son Alexander, he said, gave us our father back. They went to games in Philly, games in Boston. He says, and he says, one thing about it, he says that baseball made him feel free and it made him really good that way, you know, during the course of a week. Then, of course, COVID-19. Like the rest of us, Barry Rosen had to watch the games on TV last year. Okay. So the Mets, like every major league team, decides in 2021, based on the state guidelines, the Mets are going to let in 8,500, 8,400, something like that, 8,800, whatever the number is, at City Field. So he gets a hold of John Limpert. Who's John Limpert? John Limpert is another one of the 52 hostages held in Iran. And he says, hey, John, let's go to the Mets-Marlins game, April 10th. 
This is the part where the Mets then become the Mets. Rosen contacted the Mets customer service and then received an email declaring that the team was not going to honor lifetime passes any longer. The L.A. Times contacted the Mets for the article and found out. And when the You Have to Be Kidding Me came up, the Mets then quickly reversed (laughs) and said, no, 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 no. Lifetime is lifetime. And so Limper brought his 14-year-old grandson. Rosen brought his wife, Barbara, still together after all these years. Burgers, dogs, soda. They said it was kind of odd being in there. And yes, it was a typical Mets game. Jacob deGrom was brilliant, and the Mets lost 3-0. Baseball kept him going while he was a hostage. Baseball saved him on an everyday basis and also rebuilt a strong life with his children and his wife because it was something fun for all of them to do. And Quentin Del Wilbur of the LA Times and Friday's edition wrote about this. It is a brilliant article. Is takes a dark situation, an awful situation, brings some perspective to the situation, tells you about what baseball meant, and ends up being positive, unlike Matt running the horse into the ground. Some people like to watch cars go around in a circle 200 times on a trip to nowhere. Baseball saved Barry Rosen. Wrong perspective. <laughs> A little bit of opposite ends, let's just say. Was it wasn't the moral of the story? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great story, but I mean, again, I I want people to realize what the heck this guy went through. History is our greatest teacher. Don't forget it. Back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Life on the water comes in all shapes and sizes. From a fishing boat or pontoon boat to a jet ski, we keep you protected. This is Season from Purdy Insurance. We can help make your time on the water relaxed and worry-free with comprehensive protection for you, your friends and family, and your watercraft and boating equipment. We're independent and local, and we'll find the right boating insurance to fit your needs. Call our Sunbury office at 570-286-5855 or go to purdyinsurance.com and see what we can do for you. Palmieri and Pajot into the Penguin zone. Three and a half to go here in OT. Palmieri with a shot. He scores! Kyle Palmieri, his second today, and the Islanders take game one. And now they have the home ice in the series after taking game one. In overtime, in fact, Minnesota went to Las Vegas, beat the uh, Golden Knights in overtime yesterday as well. The NBA play-in tournament begins this week. Uh, Sixers, by the way, are the number one seed in the East. First time in a couple of decades. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Now you 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 got to win 16 games. All right. (laughs) That's right. That's what it comes down to. Uh, there are groups that are pushing for a now the summer games of course are coming up in Tokyo and who knows I think that number one I think they're going to take place but number two I think it's going to be so limited in scope that the athletes will be performing in front of no one then there's the next Olympic games it is in Beijing the Winter Olympics starting February 4th. And there are many, many groups that are calling on a boycott of the Winter Olympics. Today, a coalition representing the Uyghurs, Tibetans, Residents of Hong Kong and others issued a statement calling for the boycott. From the Tibet Action Institute, Landad Taithong said that the time for talking with the IOC is over. This cannot be games as usual or business as usual, not for the IOC and not for the international community. I'll tell you who's not going to boycott the Olympics. The guy in the corner office. (laughs) That is a true statement. I mean, even Bullers the dog got it and walked out. (laughs) I'm going to talk about this in the next half hour because, look, as somebody who's 
and anybody who's older in the audience knows, boycotts like these are ineffective. All the, you know what hurts? It doesn't hurt the country. It hurts the athletes. We'll talk about it. 